0: What's going on, Bulls Nation? Welcome in to the CHO Bulls Podcast. Coming to you live from our studios here in West Loop, downtown Chicago. I'm Pack. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore pack. Joined by my guy, Big Dave. Bam! Bam! B-A-W-L Sports. Our pal producer, Joey Spathis. At Joey Spathis. We are CHO underscore Bulls. Our guy, go Collie, off the show today. He'll be back joining us tomorrow from the UC for the Bulls preseason finale against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, Plenty of fun stuff to get to on today's show. Going to continue previewing Bulls Eastern Conference competition. A couple of other teams that with the Bulls went with the basically run-it-back strategy, the New York Knicks and Atlanta Hawks, two playoff teams from last season. But before that, interesting words from Bulls head coach Billy Donovan after today's practice during media availability. Our our guy Willie Goat was there. Um, Lots of interesting things after perhaps a, a disappointing performance from pat in their game last night in which billy gave him a quick hook in the first quarter how are you dave all right how are you i'm i'm good like I'm the good, shoes man thanks man a crispy white crispy white assuming you don't wear them often uh no how many times have you worn them? this pair i'm maybe six or seven times really i was gonna say i mean they're four. less than a year old and gonna- they're
1: we were going to say four. <laughs> it's very shiny. you to get Joey I, some shoes though. Joey don't never had them kicks on. Geez. He always look
0: comfortable. His wear. sneakers that he's wearing today are pretty well loved. No, yeah, that is
2: that is blasphemy. Is it? That is blasphemy. These are nice shoes. I just wear them a lot, so they're a little beat. But I've got some nice well shoes loved. I got to wear. I've got to wear some I got to wear my nice shoes next time I come in. I just got to wear my we you, you wear whatever makes seen you comfortable. I got to wear show. my cool sneakers next time. You got some cool sneakers? I've got one pair now, a couple pairs. <laughs> okay, what pair of cool sneakers do you have? Sp Dunk Ray Gun mm-hmm. Black. Nice. Wait, Ray Gun White. When do you pull them out, usually? Yeah, occasionally, you know, when the outfit uh, mm-hmm. makes sense. Okay, okay. And you're usually in work mode here, so. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm these are, the I think, outfit. the hot curries. I actually, you know, when these were clean, these were nice. Okay. Not, yeah. I'm not even
0: going to lie. But How old are those? Have they always days. been beige, or did they used to be white? No, they were never
2: white. They were never white. They okay. were like cream, like okay. eggshell, maybe a little bit off-white. How old are these? I definitely had them when we were walking around in Paris.
1: When you are walking around Paris? Definitely okay. wore it's them not, in Paris not like even the New York. whole time. Yeah, that's
2: not. No, it's fine. You I mean, I some- get a lot of use out of them. I think I wore I these to a softball game at the beginning of the season, a lot of dirt. Yeah. yeah. Summer mm-hmm. at camp up in here, you know. I'm about to
1: say, you hit 50,000 miles on them. They got memories, yeah,
2: these souls. Come on. Yeah. But I'll, wear the, I'll, I'll get the, I'll they pull up the ray gun SPS for you next time. All right. You
0: saying say he's got to go take his sneakers to get emissions tested? <laughs> <laughs> bro, if that was, that was a
1: car, that's that's at least fifty thousand. That yep. That's at least yep. fifty. That's you know true.
0: I, mean? uh, I thought about just you know wearing the burks today because it was like fifty something degrees. Yeah. But.
1: Sean, what happened to you? What, what happened to you, man? Uh, I had a seizure. Oh you shit! Oh, I'm sorry, bro. You should
0: see the other guy. Yeah.
1: See the other guy. <laughs> oh, shit. I thought it was makeup for a That's why, because, you know, Halloween in October, I looked over. I was like, what the fuck? I'm sorry. I give a fuck, Sean. That's my fault, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> Nosy Nelly over here. I
1: give a damn. I see somebody, something wrong with him. Yeah. I, I want to know, bro. That's crazy. Like, I, I give a damn.
0: All uh, right, fish in the comments said that he has a pair of kicks from a year from years ago, plural. Uh-huh. That he hasn't even worn yet for the first time. I mean, you keeping them fresh. Yeah, got to keep that resale value well, up.
2: While we're on this topic, I used to have a lot of shoes when I was younger, as when I was into them. Yeah, my feet saying? grew, mm-hmm. like it screwed everything up. None of them. Oh, are... I forget when he says younger, he literally means younger. Like I was, I that. was in high That's school. My... I was, I had not, I was prepubescent. Yeah, I was yeah, still yeah, small. Yeah. As I'm still, I still am small, but no longer fit. None of them. None all of them. gone. Okay. Collection, out the door. Out, man, that sucks, bro. That sucks.
0: Uh, Fitch also likes your kicks, Dave. Uh, fried Rice says that they're Thank wearing you. their Fire Red 3s today. I appreciate
1: that. Yeah, man. Like, yeah, these have gotten some wear out of them. So mm-hmm. I just started putting them on more. But yeah, I definitely have a pair of shoes I refuse to wear. Probably here in the States. Like, if I go out of the country, I'll put those shoes on. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, those are those are other country shoes. I have other country shoes. I literally wore them one time to go, and then I, I'll never wear them here in the state ever. I love these shoes. I've been after them for years, years and years and years. And when I finally got them, oh, my God, the joy.
0: Yeah, one time. That's the it. The joy. The joy, Matt. Uh, um. Ken Burke in the comments said, P. Will's biggest problem, he was never the guy to draft. Okay, well, if you want revisionist history, I don't know if we can fix that problem. Uh, Calling him overrated coming out of uh, Florida State, Mm -hmm. uh, saying he's a power forward who can't rebound. Um, Hopefully, Craig starts a power forward. So, that's what we wanted to talk about a little bit more today. I know we talked about it in our post-game show last night. Um, Billy Donovan was talking more about this at practice today. After everyone said, or after everyone saw Billy yank Pat like two minutes into the first quarter, right? Um, and then close the first half with Tory Craig. And Billy had a lot of things to say. We'll quote him on a few of them. But I want to start with what he has said about Pat and aggression and how it relates to decision making mm. more so than anything else. Joe, if you have that quote from Billy uh, and you can throw it up, I'd appreciate it. Uh, Billy said when discussing Pat, it's the decision of what to do in the moment. And for Pat, it's finding that balance where he's not overthinking and he can be decisive in those moments. That's the challenge for him. And he compared that to people maybe assuming that being aggressive and wanting to see more of an aggressive version of Patrick Williams, like, say, the one we saw in the game where the Bulls rested their big three key guys, Mm -hmm. saying it's not really a thing about, you know, Uh, aggressive, like, go and drive, get the ball, drive the ball to the basket. He said that's not being aggressive. To me, being aggressive is, what is the defense? How is this defender guarding you? Maybe you bypass threes. I would view that as being aggressive. If I've got the ball and the guy's going to go all the way under on me and I'm behind the screen and I can shoot it, he needs to shoot those. So Mm -hmm. it seems to me like Billy, when trying to explain whatever this missing element is to Pat's game, It's not necessarily about just go be aggressive. It's quick, in-the-moment, split-second decision-making that Pat seems to be struggling with.
1: Yeah, um, this feels like last year's conversation that I was having, uh, and I continue to say you could just tell he's a guy that's like an actor who needs to hear what's my motivation instead of just seeing what's on the big going for it. Like a Samuel Jackson probably doesn't ask that question. Yeah, You know what I mean? He, He just goes and acts, you know? But... He feels like he needs to know every single thing that's happening before he makes the move. And if it doesn't happen the way it happens in his head, then there's some overthinking going on right there. And then he gets a little lost and discombobulated. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, first of all, I'm very glad Billy is saying this stuff because this is stuff that I just sounded like an insane person saying. And everybody like, oh, Dave, you're crazy. So I'm glad Billy is saying these things because it's true. You can see it out there. There is thought. Going on, I pointed out that move to you, Matt, when he tried to go to the bucket and gave himself a little hitch for no reason, trying to go to the bucket and get a layup, and he missed that layup. Now it was an aggressive move, but it it wasn't the aggressive move because he stopped for a second, just, and I still don't know why. Because I watched it three more times yesterday, and I've kept trying to figure out why he even took that little hitch, and I still don't know why he did it. But he did, and it stopped him a little more and allowed the defender to that split second to come and bother his shot. So he was able to miss that uh, layup. And then I saw, oh gosh, I wish I could remember. Oh, I, th- I believe it was Julian Phillips who made the same play. There was no hitch. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just I'm going straight to the bucket. That's mm-hmm. it. He's not thinking. He's just out there playing. So he's thinking way, way, way too much. Another play. And Mark Kay also pointed this play, play out too was when he got it and decided, okay, I'm, I got it. I'm coming down the floor, I'm going to the bucket. As soon as he got to uh, the free throw line, there were three defenders. They weren't guarding them. They were just looking at him. You mm-hmm. know, one was in the middle. none one was here. And the other one was under Rosen. He took that as a collapse. <laughs> you saw it. And he just immediately stopped. And he passed it off to DeMar. And it was a turnover because it went right off DeMar's tips yep. because of those long-ass Raptor arms, you know, blocking it off. So it's just so much overthinking going on. I don't know how you get out of it outside of hiring somebody like me to continue to be in his ear telling him what the hell
0: yeah, and being for real with him. But, yeah, he's definitely doing that. It's also interesting to me when you talk about overthinking, and Billy talked about overthinking, and he connected um, evaluating Pat and his overthinking to the other thing you just mentioned, which is being a team guy, Mm -hmm. being a guy who's deferring. yeah, Because on the heels of Billy talking about Pat, overthinking and that being a challenge for him, Billy said this, he's got a lot of instincts, but he's a team guy and he wants to help the team. He needs to keep growing with what's the defense doing. So Mm -hmm. if the defense that's being shown is something that Pat as an individual can take advantage of, Read and make that decision more so than making a a hesitated decision of, I might be able to take advantage of what the defense is showing us right now, Mm -hmm. but maybe I should pass this to DeMar instead, or maybe I should pass this to Zach Mm -hmm. instead. Mm -hmm. Um, Billy also said, when it comes to Pat and these decision-making situations, if you miss it, you miss it, you're not getting it back. If he comes off a screen and he's open to shoot a three and he doesn't shoot it and tries to go back, it's not going to be there. If there's a hard closeout, he should be driving the ball, and he bounces it and holds it, the opportunity is gone.
1: Yeah, yeah. These are all facts, (laughs) what Billy is saying right here, and I love that he's saying this. And you've seen glimpses and pieces of it this preseason of Pat trying to get himself out of this, Um, shooting the ball and then going and trying to get his own rebound, Uh, especially in game one when he was just attacking the board like a madman and bringing the ball down and really trying to establish himself. It felt like he did that and was like, "Okay, good. Anything else? We're good. All right. We're done. Oh, we got to do this again. Oh, wait a minute. I wasn't prepared for that. Let me go to my trailer. (laughs) I got to prepare, reset my mind for this. It just really feels like that. And I know he's young, you know, and it's still things he he's got to figure out on the floor. But aggression is something that usually is in you. It can be learned. You know what I'm saying? But it's something that usually is in you. Now, when I say aggression like that, I don't mean go out and just punch somebody in the face. I don't mean just go put your shoulder down and run into somebody that way. I mean, believe in yourself that you're the best basketball player on the floor and attack it that way. Like, no hitching your giddy up when you're going Mm -hmm. up for a shot, bro. Zero. You're the man. You got it. You saw it. You see it more when he's taking these threes in the preseason, right? Yeah. Like, he's getting the ball. He's actually just shooting that joint. The only time I saw him hesitate, pump fake, and try to go, it was a turnover. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He stepped on the line. You know what I mean? That's the only time I really saw it. So he's doing a better job of that. It just has to be in more facets of his game, especially when he's going inside.
0: Like, I think and the frustrating thing is that we see it sometimes. Um, you know, when the Bulls had their second game against Denver and they rested Zach, DeMar, Vooch, uh, Pat Poured in twenty points, and it wasn't just him confidently taking open looks from behind the arc when they were there, but he was scoring with competent, like veteran level post moves. Yeah, against Aaron Gordon, yeah, a legitimate yeah. NBA defender. It's a great point. Like he was using his physicality and his technique, his footwork, and like had like a banking shot off the elbow that was beautiful. It was, and you are like, okay, well, why do you not have that instinct to to seize that opportunity when it's there all of the time. That part. That part. That's the infuriating freaking part. And if it's just, well, I'm out here with Damar and Zach, so they should get the ball, not me. Well, how do we get past that? How does Pat get past that? How does Billy help Pat mm-hmm. get past that?
1: See, and I think I wish it was just that, because then I can actually point to that. But I've seen him do this when they're not on the floor. You know what I mean? Like, I've seen that happen that way as well. So this is something that's just going on with him, period. You know what I'm saying? It has nothing I – mean, I shouldn't say it has nothing to do with Zach and, you know, DeMar. I'm sure that affects a little bit of it. But the fact that he's still doing this regardless of who's on the floor is what I'm talking about. So he's got to yeah, – bro, you, you the starter. Like, this is just what it is. You've been anointed the starting power forward of the Chicago Bulls for the second year in a row, it seems like. You played all 82 games. If everybody is telling you what they want from you and it's not clicking like that with you, I don't, I got to find another way to get it to him. And the other way to get it to him for me is what Torrey Craig said is to get in his chest and, and let him know, you know what I'm saying? Constantly. Hey bro, you know what I'm saying? Steel's going to start sharpen some steel out here. I got to be aggressive with you because saying words ain't, ain't doing it for him, man. So mm-hmm. it has to be action for Patrick Williams. That's the only other thing I can probably see.
0: And I mean, like, I really liked his strong take to the basket on the last play of the game last night, Yeah, which, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. if it's a real regular season game scenario, you're probably not calling Pat's number right, right. on the final possession. Yeah. Um, but because Zach, DeMar were done for the night at that point, Billy drew up a play for Pat. He did. Pat came off a curl screen, got the inbound pass from the top of the key, Made one little hezzy fake to the left, and Beautiful then boom, moment. put the yeah. ball on the floor, attacked the paint, got to the rim. Unfortunately, missed the layup. It was one of a couple of good clean looks Pat had at the rim that just rolled out, rolled off the rim last night. Yeah, but so you see those moments of aggression, even in a situation for Billy where yes, it's a preseason game. Saying Pat, final play of the game, down a bucket, go score. Yeah, and. I liked the move he made. Oh, it was it. a strong man move, and he got it. to the bucket. He beat his man off the dribble, and he got to the bucket. Didn't make the layup okay. You know, that, in my opinion, that's irrelevant. I liked the move he made. Yeah. And we see plenty of times that he has that in him. Why does it not come out all the time? That is the maddening question. And then the, the second question on the heels of that is, mm-hmm. if that's something that is detrimental to the Bulls putting their best 10 feet forward mm-hmm. at the start of every game. Mm-hmm. Seems like you are still in favor, despite Pat's up-and-down yeah. performance in the preseason, of keeping him in that starting lineup. Absolutely. Plenty of Bulls fans, including some in the comments, saying, "What you know, what's the harm in just throwing Torrey in there to start and see if it works better. See if Pat looks better and feels better mm-hmm. in the second unit. Andrew, <clears throat> Andrew in the comments saying, just try maybe starting Craig – and bring Pat off the bench. Less pressure on him. He can be a second and third scoring option. Better offense and defensive balance for both units. I am having a hard time finding a reason not to do that right now. Um, and I know it's something that Bulls fans have gone back and forth on. I know I've gone back and forth on it. On mm-hmm. What is the best situation you could put Pat in to see those developmental steps? To mm-hmm. see the growth? To watch him get better? Is it... Saying you need to continuously prove that you're a starting caliber guy in the NBA and on this team, or like maybe coddling him isn't the right way to say it. But like, if you say, okay, well, but Pat, just how about instead, just come off the bench, and like you know, you can have more of a offensive role in the second unit. And to me, that's it's coddling a little bit. Yeah, like no, dude, this is you're entering your fourth NBA season. Yeah, no more coddling. Go do your damn job. Yeah. Well, a few things
1: about that. One, the bench thing would make sense to me, or I would be in agreement with it, but I literally saw it last year. He literally took Pat out of the starting lineup, put him on the bench. You still got the same thing. You got the same exact thing. So I don't see what's going to be different about this time. Um, so, one, I, I don't no, I don't like that. Two, I do like him out there with Kobe White just because of the kinship of them. I just like that out there. I don't know what it would mean in the long run. I have no idea. Three, Billy Donovan has shown you, dude, he will change that lineup in a heartbeat. You know what I'm saying? Like like I used to say all the time in that first year, man, he's not beholden to any lineup. I said it all the time. He's not. So if it ain't working, it ain't clicking, he'll try it out. We'll see what it is. You know what I mean? We'll go, we'll go from there. But man, dude, like, and I saw someone say like, he's, it's because he's not a power forward. Again, we. They've seen him at small forward, and you're dealing with the same thing. You know? So, for me, I'm at the point now, like with Jay Cutler, right? When Cutler was first hit, I was huge, Jay Cutler fan. It's big. And I was like, no, he ain't got Best this. Best quarterback
0: Bears had in a long time. Yes. I was like,
1: he ain't got this. Oh, he's, this is happening because he ain't got this. He ain't got the offensive line. Oh, he don't have the receivers. Oh, he needs, he needs a tight end. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he needs the right play calling coach. Oh, he, it's, maybe it's because the contract they ain't thinking about it. They gave him every single thing. So, when year six came around, and he still was doing the same exact thing, I was done. I was like, okay, you can sit his ass, all right? You can put Jimmy Clawson in the game, like, my God. So, it's getting to that point with Pat, where every single year, certain excuses are going ha- to be removed. Well, maybe you should come off the bench. I saw that. Maybe he should be a small forward. I saw that. Maybe you should handle the ball more. I saw that. You know what I mean? Like, I've seen, I've seen it all, and you're continuing to get the same thing. So, It has to be put up a shut-up time at some point in time for a guy like Patrick. And I love Patrick, all right? I'm still riding with Patrick Williams. I'm the only one advocating for him as a starter, all right? I'm riding with him. But you got to call it what it is out here. It It has been disappointing. He's done some really good things this preseason. I really think that. But man, like some of that stuff, it rears its ugly head, and it just hasn't been consistent. You just want the consistency of it.
0: Uh, more Bulls fans tuning in, chiming in on the Patrick Williams discussion. Mac for a better tomorrow, saying, "Gotta move on for Pat in the starting lineup. If he isn't going to grab the opportunity, he's not that guy. If he wants and needs." More development, go to the Windy City Bulls. <laughs> I was with you until the Windy City Bulls idea. No, I'm sorry. I'd, like, He's I, like, mean, not
1: there. He's not who there are there you one. helping
0: by throwing Pat on the Windy City Bulls? That's true. Now, Derek Favors, meanwhile, could have oh. a hell of a career renaissance. Shout out. If he just grinds it out with the Windy City Bulls. <laughs> Optimistic Bulls fan saying Pat isn't a plug-and-play energy player. He needs the ball and likes getting into a rhythm. I wouldn't be mad if they feature him with the bench at this point. And I am positive in the comments, My saying man. I am positive that the NBA season is over. <laughs> and P-Will, the fourth pick, is now officially a bust. Positive that That's... the NBA season is over. Why is the NBA season Fascinating over? Fascinating take to say on October 18th yeah, when the NBA season officially <laughs> kicks off in like five days. We got
1: to talk about positive too, man. We got to talk about what that means. But, man, dude, yeah, I'm, again, I'm still with P. Will. I have no problem giving the guy chances and figure out who they are. But there is a limit is all I'm saying. And my limit doesn't start in year two or three or four, especially if I think you have potential to really be something. Yeah. So it continues to go. But, again, there's a stopping point. Like I just told you about Jay Cutler, there is a point where I will be like, all right, bro, what we doing here? You know what I'm saying? But I'm willing to give him this chance. I'm still rolling with him. Because I have seen some kind of growth from him. And the other thing about what uh, the young man said about him coming off the bench and just being that bench player, Patrick Williams doesn't, again, in his words, doesn't have that desire. Patrick Williams is the one saying, I know I can be an all-star in this league. I know I can be an all-pro in this league. Those guys don't come off the bench.
0: Those guys start. But he also did say when they were down in Nashville for training camp, like our guy Will posted the video of it. He said it wasn't important to him whether or not he starts or comes off the bench. That's how he talks. And man. then he said, what is important is winning. Win. And then there was a follow-up question, and his answer was again, win. Win. win." win. Okay, so, like, yes, you like that frame of mind, but to a certain degree, it, it, if you're not – if you don't have the mentality of, yeah, damn it, I want to start – do you have the competitive drive that it takes to be great in the NBA? Mm, mm. I, I honestly like the fact that Pat said, "Well, I don't care about this because win," and I don't care about this because win. Right. I get what he's trying to say there, and I and I'm not knocking that. Sure. What I what is concerning to me is to hear that guy, a fourth overall pick from a few years ago, who Bulls fans are hoping desperately is a legit building block for this organization that's trying to crawl from the basement to the first floor to being competitive again, to say, eh, I don't care if I, if I start or come off the bench. No, man. You should fucking care. You should want a goddamn start Uh-oh. and prove it. Here it comes. God. Oh, there it is. <laughs> I felt it. I felt it. Oh, my God, I felt it. I was like, so It the infuriated way. me to hear him say that. Oh, I felt that so much. Yes, yes. I want to start. I, pr- I deserve to start, and I'm going to prove that I deserve to start. Yes,
1: he deserves that. <laughs> I hope they burn in hell.
0: Um, yeah, I hear you,
1: man. I hear you. Like, having that kind of mindset can definitely be frustrating to a guy like him. This is Joe Kim Noah, Dennis Robinson over here. Yeah, I get that. That's infuriating. But, my gosh, man, he's got to figure this he out. He want to
0: do his best to help the team. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like a dude who didn't want to talk. Uh-oh, here we go. Two in a row. Come, on. A row. Come on, Joe. Oh. oh.
0: I tried to help you. He did. I tried he put in to effort. help you. I didn't try. I just That's talked to you. Right. <laughs> I just. I. I do not like that frame of mind. I, I hear not
1: I hear your point. I hear your
0: point for sure. Um. But but your thing about Billy and the fact that he's willing to make changes yeah. to his rotation to his starting lineup. Yeah. Uh. For for any number of reasons, I did see some of Billy's other thoughts about this whole Patrick Williams Tory Craig starting lineup. Um, after today's practice, uh, shout-out to our guy, Drew Stevens from It's the Bigs. He posted a video shout out. Um, just a little while ago. And Billy, it seemed like he was answering a question about whether or not he is open to shifting something around mm-hmm. because of what he's seeing in these preseason games for their real starting lineup come mm-hmm. next Wednesday, a week from tonight, their mm-hmm. their regular season opener. And Billy sounded hesitant and was citing the fact that, well – you know, rested the main guys for uh, our entire third preseason game. Mm-hmm. Between the other three preseason games, the first two and the fourth one, some of our main rotation guys have only played a half or a half and a little piece of the third quarter. Mm-hmm. And Billy was saying it's hard to use that as a be-all, end-all, substantial sample size to make a to, to like make that as a basis of a. Big change kind of decision mm. so if if I you know try and read the tea leaves on what Billy said there it's yeah, Tory Craig might look great in these preseason minutes, and yeah. Pat might be struggling a little bit, mm-hmm. but that that's not enough for Billy to say I'm going to switch things around because it's preseason and it's limited minutes in preseason
1: correct, uh the only real competition I knew going in here was point guard. That was the only real one. So I think that was the one that was going to prove whether guys were going to change their roles as far as starter or bench. So, and obviously we got that answer. For me, I got that answer in the second preseason game. I was like, it's Kobe White, period. So I feel it on that. But for that position right there, I mean, he's got a great point because while you were sitting there talking, you know, I, who I immediately thought of was Otto Porter Jr., was the first person that popped in my head. Why? Because I remember that preseason. The Bulls were whooping everybody's ass that preseason, and Otto Porter Jr. was going insane. I mean, alley oops, everything was working, and we were all being bulldog talk. Like, oh man, we look like something, and then set the court on fire. <laughs> you know what it was? So I get them. You know what I mean? Like it's preseason right now. You're not playing against teams best. Corey Craig is a is a tested veteran. You know what I mean? So he's not going against your best right now. So it might look different coming against starters who are really playing to win this game. It got competitive. Sure, it can get competitive in a preseason game. But at the end, everybody's going home and being okay because it doesn't count against anything. And guys are playing for a job, whereas guys are playing for a win. It's a little bit different. So that's a great point by Billy. I think it would have to be a drastic thing, Matt. You would have to – like, Torrey Craig would have to come in here and drop 20-10 and 10 in a couple of games with, like, four steals. I mean, it would just have to be standout for me to be like, you
0: might want to change some things in this preseason, bro. I mean, sure. I, I like – and, and, and I, get, I get what Billy's saying with the, like, you know, let's not overreact to preseason minutes – uh, and make any drastic changes because of a handful of of preseason sample sizes here but uh, you know I'm just gonna I'm just gonna tell you it right now come on with it Tory Craig was second on the bulls in their game last night behind vooch in the plus minus column mm-hmm. vooch was a plus nine as a starter Tory Craig in 27 minutes off the bench was a plus seven in 21 minutes as a starter pat was minus eleven mm-hmm Which guy do you want more of? Which guy do you want more of? The one who's giving your team plus seven when he's on the floor or the guy who's giving your team minus 11 when he's on the floor? Mm -hmm. I I mean, I I know that that is a very dumbed-down mathematical approach to looking at this when you're talking about who should start, who should come off the bench – Right now in these preseason games, Torrey Craig looks like the better, more effective player who helps the Bulls do good and do good basketball things better than their opponent, more than Patrick Williams does. Mm -hmm. So why not start him and play him more minutes? Because I like it coming off the bench better. It feels
1: better coming off the bench with Patrick Williams because remember all this is happening with Patrick coming off the bench. I mean, with uh, Torrey Craig coming off the bench. Okay, yeah. It feels so much better. When Torrey Craig got the game where he started, It was cool. Like, I'm not saying it wasn't world beating. It was cool. You know what I'm saying? It was all right. When I'm talking about the game, you know, when DeMar and all those guys didn't play and all that. It was cool. It was all right. But I feel him more when he walks in that game off the bench and he's that dude coming in like that. I feel him more. I want that energy coming in off the bench. I don't want it to start the game, man. I don't want teams game planning for this. I just don't. I want them to be like, oh, shit. When they see him getting up, about to walk in the game, because he's about to wreak some havoc on either your second unit or whatever starters you got out there. He's about to cause trouble. I want that coming off the bench, bro. I really
0: do. It feels better to me. All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll see what kind of rotation Billy throws out there in their preseason finale tomorrow night. Uh, if Pat's still in that starting lineup, if so, how many minutes he plays, how many minutes Pat uh, or Torrey Craig plays. Bitch, Damaris, because... start
1: Pat at the three. No, listen, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Start Craig at the I, I four did, and Pat at the three. I mean,
0: I, I did see some people earlier on in the comments today saying Pat's not a four, he's a three. You got to play him at the three. I, I mean,
1: listen, I'm one of those people that believe that, but that has nothing to do with how he's playing, bro. Like, honestly. I do believe he's more comfortable as a three.
0: Yeah. But that still ain't got nothing to do with getting a rebound. It, you know what I'm saying? It <laughs> like, does not. Get a rebound. Bro. I mean, Billy yanked him because he said, I feel like he wasn't hitting the boards hard enough and yeah. he wasn't setting screens well enough. Yeah. You're a forward. Yeah. That's a forward. That's your goddamn <laughs> job.
1: Hello. So that's, that's forwards, do. <laughs> yeah, he's right. Absolutely right.
0: Uh, all right. Let's take our first break. Uh, then we'll come back and start looking at some of these other Eastern Conference teams. While we're sharing these words from our friends and sponsors, you know what to do. Hit that thumbs up if you're watching along on YouTube. Got 130 some people watching with us. Appreciate you all for tuning in. Hit Thank the you. Thumb. More thumbs. Hit the thumb and subscribe to the CHGO Sports YouTube channel if if you aren't already. Today's CHGO Bulls brought to you by our friends at Ray Chevy. Are you in the market for a new or used vehicle? If you are, we've got great news because Ray Chevy in Fox Lake has joined the CHGO team. And we were talking with the team at Ray and they were telling us about their Ray price promise, Mm -hmm. which is a guarantee that the price you see online on their website is the price you will pay when you go to the dealership and say hey i like that car on your website here's that car in your showroom can i have this car please for this price please In other cases with other dealerships, you'll find that when you go into the dealership and say, hey, I saw this car for this price online, they'll say, oh, well, that's our special price for people who have a pet goldfish, or that's our special price for people who wear two left shoes, or that's our special price for uh, people who have uh, Doritos for breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day. Ah. Are are you someone who falls into those criteria? And I would be like, no, no, maybe, depending on the day. But today, no. Can I still get that price? Oh, no, I'm sorry. Not at Rage Chevy. That's the Ray Price Promise. The price you see on their website is the price you will pay when you go to the dealership. And in some cases, Ray even will find you more savings, doing everything possible to find additional savings, which make the price even lower than the price you saw online. As one of the top-selling dealers in the Midwest, you'll always be able to shop one of Chicagoland's largest inventories. And right now, you can save big at Ray Chevy during their Truck or Treat Savings Event. Because 0% is back and now available on new Silverado trucks. The perfect tailgate vehicle. Mm. So, come on in to Ray Chevrolet in Fox Lake. Find the vehicle you've been searching for. Best of all, pay 0 Hidden fees with that Ray Price promise. Nice. Visit Ray Chevrolet in Fox Lake or Ray Chevrolet.com, mm-hmm. serving the community since 1963. Find new roads. Once again, whoever came up with Truck a Treat. Truck a Treat. Amazing. Man. Just awesome stuff. I would like a truck and a treat. Yes, I would. <laughs> you already have a truck. I got a truck. So let's get this man a treat, ladies and gentlemen. That's what, that's what the candy bowl in our office's kitchen island is for. Well,
1: that's also for the hero bread. That's also a treat for you too, Matt. If you want that, because it's delicious and it is awesome. Look at his face. Put him, put some meat on it. He won't care. He's gonna eat it up, man. Yum 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 yum. He likes it. Mikey likes it. But yes, hero bread is delicious. I tried it myself. I have some at home. It is really good. I tried it with one of my veggie burgers, Matt. Made a double veggie burger because I'm big. And it is delicious, even more. This bread is awesome, dog. It really is. I'm very excited to have it in my life, especially somebody who gave up eating sugar and bread for the year. Almost over. Oh, it's almost over, baby. I'm starting to feel it a little bit.
0: Getting
1: there. Every time I see a pizza Getting place, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> ah, they opened those slices right there. But Hero Bread got me. They said, "Don't even worry about it. We got you covered, man. Low carbs. All right. No sugar." It is an amazing, amazing thing. The taste, the texture, the bread is soft. It's delicious. It's fluffy. And primary nutritional interest, y'all. High fiber and low net carbs and zero sugar per slice. So we want you to have some of this as well. How about we then hook you up then? Go ahead and get you the discount code. C-H-G-O. Get yourself 10% off at Hero.co. They also make sliced bread. They make the buns. They make the tortillas. And that is all available at Hero.co. And you can get that stuff on Amazon as well. And, of course, 5 to 10 grams of protein in the bread. I promise you, you make some cinnamon, I'm going to be all over you. Hero bread, y'all. C-H-G-O is the code. 10% off is what you will get on your first Order, H-E-R-O dot C-O. Save yourself 10% today. Hero bread
0: to the rescue. I could be your hero, Ooh, baby.
1: You hear what I did? <laughs> God dang
0: it. To the rescue. Ooh, I'm liking that one. That bread can kiss away the pain. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's talk knickerbockers, shall we? <laughs> oh, No Lord. love for Enrique? <laughs>
1: Shout out to Enrique. You know I will oh, yeah. stand by you forever, Dave.
0: It's a great jam. It's um, not bad. Not bad at all. New York Knicks last season, 47 and 35 in the regular season to be in that 4-5 matchup round one where they, somewhat surprisingly, swiftly took care of the Cleveland Cavaliers. <laughs> you really did. Five games. Yeah. Had Jared Allen saying we weren't ready for the bright lights of Madison Square Garden. <laughs> Heard that. What year is it? Not this game. Uh, Then went up against the suddenly unbeatable Miami Heat and Jimmy Buck <laughs> in the conference semis. Lost that series in six games, but yeah. still a good showing for the New York Knicks yeah, last season. So. Um, and they made a couple of marginal moves. Mm. Uh, biggest roster addition, Dante DiVincenzo, man. Mm. Uh, teaming up with Jalen Brunson, who had an incredible season last year. Um, nothing major as far as departures, as you see on your screen, they sent Obi Toppin packing and I think only got like a couple of second rounders or like a second rounder and a second round swap mm-hmm. in that Obi Toppin deal. He's one of him gone. Uh, yeah. Uh, people kind of crushed the Knicks for not getting more for Obi Toppin in that trade, but it's like, dude, you never played him. Yeah, like how do you expect seriously. to get something for seriously, him if you never play him? Seriously. And our old friend, Derek Rose, who left in free agency to join Memphis. Mm. Uh, the Knicks did also re-sign Josh Hart to a four-year, nearly $81 million deal who, since he came in to New York via trade, whatever that was a uh, trade deadline a season and a half ago, has been big for them. Mm-hmm. Really big for them. Uh, but so, core piece is still there. Not a lot of change. You add in DiVincenzo, you say goodbye to Toppin and Rose. What do you what do you see with this Knicks team coming into this season in a run it back kind of off season, Dave? Oh man! Uh,
1: first of all, shout out Lady Wonder sitting outside. She makes rare appearances, but she's out there right now. Lady Wonder, shout out Lady Wonder. How are you? We got to talk to shirtless Wonder about Lady Wonder. By I wonder, wonder if they're friends. I do want to know. That's why we had a conversation. You got the number. Hit him. Would you like me to text him right now? I mean, why not? Hey, are you friends with Lady
0: Wonder?
1: <laughs> I no, mean, yeah. ask me them kind of questions. <laughs> like, what are we doing? Um, but the Knicks, man, there's such a. Oh, It feels like we're always waiting on the downfall of the Knicks. That's what it feels like. Like, because we see it. We know Tibbs. We see Julius Randle playing until his knees turn to dust. R.J. Barrett is a guy who can't quite make the turn. Like, he's right there, but he can't make that turn for some reason. Like, he'll have those games. You're like, oh, he's really good. And then he'll just be terrible, like, for a while. Like, it's really weird. And then Tibbs will sit him down. And then play him, like, all the minutes the next week. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really weird with R.J. Barrett, man. Like He's got to get that rhythm and come together. You mentioned Josh Hart, who has been awesome for Big. them. Just amazing for them. I think DiVincenzo would be really good for them as well. $50 million. Shout out to him for that. But I think he would be awesome for them as well. But for me, Matt, everything starts and ends with Jalen Brunson on this team. He's come in and just that, taken that leadership role away from Julius Randle. And, and even a thought of it of R.J. Barrett having it is, is just out of the question now. It is on him, and Jalen Brunson is handling it very, 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 very well, man. He's been great. Tibbs always has a great point guard, and it doesn't have to be a great point guard coming in. He will turn you into one. Yeah. We watch him do that all the time, which is why I say DiVincenzo is going to have a nice season because he's, all, he's with the right kind of uh, coach right now. But it comes back, Matt, to, to that health And if I think these players are going to get sick of Tibbs, like that's what it comes back to. Because with Tibbs, with them kind of hovering in the middle, I think you can take and hear all that Tibbs stuff when you're shooting for the moon right now. When Mm -hmm. you're top three, top four, it's all sweet. You know what I mean? Because it's all working. It's all cool. When you're grinding and scratching and clawing for a six, seven, eight seed like that. Like, could you shut the hell up, please? Get up <laughs> off me, dog. Damn. You know, it can get like that with Tibbs. I, I don't know what side they're on, but New York loves them, you know, because this is the best they've been in a, in a very long time, consistently. The mm-hmm. best they've been a long time. Doesn't feel like Tibbs is going anywhere. But, yeah, man, it's they're really hard for me to read, Matt, because I don't know if it's they're reaching new heights or if they're ready to fall.
0: Yeah, it, it is – Intriguing. And the when will guys say, okay, Tibbs, enough. Yeah, yeah. Because Bulls fans know that certain <laughs> players have that breaking point at yeah. different times. Yeah. Um, And, you, I mean, you're absolutely right in the fact that Brunson immediately came in and said, R.J. Barry, you're the third <laughs> fiddle now. Maybe. Maybe. Right. <laughs> Randall is the one that I am intrigued by most because mm. we have seen two all-star seasons from him in the last three years. True. We've seen, like, all NBA caliber stuff from him. True. Last three seasons, he's played 71, 72, and 77 games. And Tibbs going to (laughs) Tibbs led the NBA in minutes per game in the 2021 season, Mm 37.6. Brought it back down a little bit the last two years, 35.3, 35.5. That's a lot of minutes. A lot of minutes for your big man. Tons. And now, like... Randall still had more field goal attempts and a higher usage percentage than Brunson in Brunson's first season getting thrown into the mix with the Knicks, but by a narrow margin. Mix with the Knicks. I am curious if Randall, at any point this upcoming season, will be frustrated by either or both of his role compared to Brunson's, his spotlight compared to Brunson's, while having simultaneously Tibbs yelling in his ear, <laughs> I, I like if anyone's close to a breaking point, I don't think it's I don't think it's uh, R.J. Barrett. I think R.J. Barrett's like, oh okay, I'm the third fiddle now yeah. wh- or whatever. Randall's the one who I feel like I've, we've seen a few examples of him butting heads with Tibbs. Yeah, I was like, okay, well we're, we're we're winning more than we're losing. Had a decent playoff run. I I would not be surprised to see some sort of explosion uh, this season.
1: Yeah, like a first kind of losing streak, you mean? Happening right there where he's struggling? Like, you can see the yep.
0: explosion happen. Okay. Yeah. I don't think you're wrong. I don't
1: think you're wrong on that. But
0: but I'm, they're, they're going to be a team because it's a yeah. team that is going to be a hard win yeah. to get.
1: That's a hard win, Any bro. night.
0: Every, October to oh. April. Doesn't matter what night of the week you're playing, if you're home or away. If you're playing Tim's Knicks, it will not be an easy win.
1: It just won't. And they, they have depth. You know what I mean? They really do, especially when they're healthy. Like Mitchell Robinson is awesome, okay? Jericho Sims can play. That young man can play. He can do his thing out there for them. Uh, Emmanuel Quigley. Emmanuel Quigley is awesome. Jericho Sims, hook him. Sorry, Joey. I forgot who I was talking to. My fault. I apologize. I apologize. Jericho Sims. I don't really apologize. Jericho Sims is, yes, he's awesome. He's awesome. But Emmanuel Quigley and Grimes, dog, Quinton yeah. Grimes. Mm-hmm. Man, they can play, man. Those two dudes Ballers. can play. Quigley can pull up from anywhere on the floor. And so can Grimes, too. But Grimes can really play that point guard position as well. So they have great depth at that guard position. They got depth at the big man as well. Um, the reason that, you know, Randall plays so many minutes because it's not – they don't really have, you know, that kind of forward mm-hmm. that can give him that kind of rest um, – is Fournier still on the team? I don't I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. No. He's out of there. Uh shout out Ryan Archie Diacono. Archie. <laughs> for, for Archie. Being, uh, you know, Tim's gonna find a way, man. Tim's gonna find. He's gonna be coaching, bro. Don't worry. He's he's gonna be coaching, but he's bringing
2: Villanova all back together. It's wild. I believe but, Fournier still is on the team. He is, he's still on the team. I believe okay. so. I'm not sure he's gonna play at all. Yeah, uh-huh. it doesn't
1: seem like he he's he's happy there, you know,
2: being with the Knicks. They do have the whole Villanova band. Like, they to got the a band crazy there, man. All extent. All of
0: the trades that happened this summer and Fournier was not included in any of them, I refuse to believe it. <laughs> but Still you are there, right. The,
2: the Villanova factor, you know, they've got Brunson. They've got DiVincenzo. They've got Hart. You know who the forgotten Archie member is? Know. Archie.
1: I just said this. Were you listening to me, Joe? Well,
2: yes, but I just said... <laughs> I literally just said they, all this. Like, here's my, my thing about it is... I like how they had Archie at the media day. They're like, oh, let's take this Villanova photo we'll, to get all the Villanova guys in here. But we're going to take one with Archie, one without him. Mm. Like one oh, with yeah. the, one with the actual NBA players and then you because, well, because you're our buddy. Because Archie's not a
0: non-guaranteed one-year deal also. Right. So they yeah. might be like, Archie, thanks for showing up to training camp, but yeah, there's the door. <laughs> <laughs> not so fast.
1: <laughs> not so fast. I mean –
0: how are you with there's, a clipboard? <laughs> there's any NBA coach who could appreciate Archie as much as the bald-headed menace did.
1: It's true. That's true, man. That's true. That, that is a fact. <laughs> <laughs> that is a fact. But, yeah, man, like, they have that depth. They're, they're a really good basketball team. Um, and like you said, it's just going to be a hard out all the time. All the time they're going to be a hard out from
0: game one to game 82. Uh, all right, real quick before we take our second break, Vegas has them at 42. Uh forty five and a half win total over under right now. You're taking the over or the under. Forty seven and thirty-five last year. Oh very similar roster. Can I push? Sure.
1: I'll push. You're
0: gonna push him? I'm gonna push. I am going to go under. Okay. Not by a lot, but I think the Knicks fall back a bit because I Because you want them to. I like to watch the world burn. <laughs> and I for sure would like to watch the Knicks burn. Nothing but love to our old pal Tibbs. Shout out. I want to watch the Knicks burn. I can't argue um, this. That's logic to me. You know, this is misery loves company. And as I saw somebody, uh, Anthony, in the comments say, Bulls fans, Knicks fans, something in common, an issue we have in common. What's that? Ownership. Mm. James yeah. Dolan, you're doing a great job, buddy. Keep it up. <laughs> uh, all right. A few more sponsors, and then we'll come back, wrap things up, with a look at the Atlanta Hawks. Today's CSU Bowl is brought to you by Circa Sportsbook. Mm. Oh, my goodness. NFL season is in full swing. NBA right around the corner. Real NBA games. That means you need to try the Circa Sportsbook Illinois app that mm. offers tight money line splits and a low hold model. They always strive to have their spreads for any game at minus 110 on the Circa Sports menu. Unlike a lot of other sports books, who you will start to see throwing in lines on minus 115 and mm-hmm. minus 120, and you say, hey, what the heck? Why not? Why not 110? Circa almost always will give you that minus 110 odds on those spreads. Circa Sports keeps as little money as possible on large market bets like futures. So if you're maybe looking to make some NBA futures bets before this season kicks off next week, maybe you want to take the over on the 37 and a half wins that they've got for our beloved Bulls right now because you feel good, or at least you feel better than 37 and a half. Yeah. The best odds you're going to find on those long term futures bets are at Circus Sports uh, app, plus also. They don't limit players based on their winnings. Every player has the same limits, unlike other books who do limit their winning players. They also encourage bettors to download and explore all of the different sports betting apps that are out there and available. Because you will find, if you do so and compare, the best odds you're seeing on those spreads will be on Circa's app. They also have incredible unmatched customer service, real people behind the Circus Sports brand who resolve issues in a timely fashion, unlike those other sports books that use those dreaded chatbots. Mm-hmm. All aspects of the app are being run by the same team that run the main Circus Sportsbook at Circus Resort and Casino. Inve is one of our favorite places. Facts. Download the Circus Sports Illinois app right now at circussports.com slash Illinois app. To sign up today. One more time, that's CircusSports.com Illinois app to sign up today. Be on the lookout also for circus events, watch parties, and tailgates. If you or someone you know may have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-426-2537. Or text GAMB to 833-234. Or visit AreYouReallyWinning.com. Mm, beer. Love it. It's awesome. Tasty.
1: Quenches your thirst. Mm. And do it in moderation. Never forget that. But when you do it in moderation, do it with the Goose Island Beer Company. Hit me, Joey. Hit me one more time because you went to Texas. That was too early, Joey. Let me finish my statements. (laughs) (laughs) C-H-G-O. Oh, that was terrible. C-H-G-O is supported by the Goose Island Beer Company, Chicago's beer since the Jordan year. That is 1988. Of course, they have that awesome roster, the Beer Hug Family, the Classic three one two Wheat Ale, the Full Pocket Pills, the one man I truly love. And of course, since the time is changing and the leaves are falling in his hoodie and short season, Burks, no more Burks? Oh, they'll
0: make at least one they'll more. They'll
1: make pair. one more appearance? Okay. And Burks is still in effect. It means it's Oktoberfest. Get you some of that Oktoberfest beer from the Goose Island Beer Company, y'all. And you know it's delicious because that's all they do is make awesome beer. These are facts. So, Grab our ultra-fresh exclusive beer at the Goose Island Original Brewhouse on Clybourne Avenue in Lincoln Park or from that tap room on Fulton Street in West Town. It's the Goose Island Beer Company, y'all. Chicago's beer, the true taste of Chicago.
0: Boom! Rolling right along on our Eastern Conference previews, the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, a team that, for whatever reason, over the last few years, the Bulls and Hawks play Several times each season, and it's just a giant clusterfuck of craziness. Lots of dramatic games, lots of overtimes. I don't know why. Also, there's been some fun like Trey Young versus Io yeah, kind of yeah. you know trash talking mm-hmm. and a budding you know rivalry yeah. of sorts. Um, the Hawks this past season, forty-one and forty-one, one win better than our Bulls, went on to. Win their way out of the playing tournament and lose to the Boston Celtics in the first round. They got a win. They did get a win, man. They did. Mm -hmm. Did not get swept. They did not. Um, Roster changes for the Hawks this offseason. They add Wesley Matthews in free agency. Mm -hmm. They added Patty Mills in a trade after Patty Mills was traded to like six different teams this offseason. He finally ends up in Atlanta. Two nice veteran adds, I think, to this Atlanta squad. Sure. They also had... Three draft picks, one in the first round, two in the second. Kobe Bufkin, number 15 overall. Yes. Perhaps most importantly, decided to re-sign DeJounte Murray. Yes. On a four-year, $114 million deal. Only key departure for the Atlanta Hawks is John Collins, who they finally, finally, after years of discussion and rumors and reporting, trade away, and they traded him for peanuts. Did. Um, you know, you still got the up and coming, uh, Onyeka um, kind of John Collins seemed to be an odd man out yeah. with Atlanta's uh, ros- roster. This is now also going to be the first full season training camp and all with Quinn Snyder mm. at the helm, former Utah jazz head coach, they, maybe trying to come in and you know, tighten some screws a little bit mm-hmm. for this Atlanta team that's got talent, but seemingly has lacked direction. Uh. What do you make of the off season that Atlanta had, Dave? Tighten the screws.
1: Yeah, and tighten the screws a little bit. Oh man, I'm so. Titan screws, tighten the screws.
0: Smoke some screens. meth. Twin <laughs> Snyder. It's the game plan. Meth Dad. Shout out to him, man. Meth Dad. Beth dad. Where is it? <laughs> don't smoke meth, kids. <laughs> never. Please
1: don't. There's. They are such a weird team to me. They have all the, this talent, and I never feel like they're going to do anything. It's weird. Like 41 and 40 is pretty much where I kind of have them all the time. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's Yeah, they feel like they're that. They'll have a game where they just look like world beaters. You know, Trey Young go for 30 and 10. DeJounte Murray is just, you know, doing it to you. Like, and then the next game, they can't hit the side of a barn, as, as the saying goes the broad side of a barn, excuse me. But they're so weird, and John Collins definitely—you you you hit that on the head. He was definitely the odd man out. They have so many—they have several players that are just his height that do exactly the same thing um, that he does. And with that, that's why I'm looking at one guy in particular, and that's DeAndre Hunter, because that's one of the reasons you got rid of John Collins was DeAndre Mm -hmm. Hunter, so he could grow and uh. And now DeAndre Hunter's
0: name is being thrown around in trade rooms. Correct. Correct. (laughs) And taking it's so, the place of John Collins.
1: Because of the guy they just got. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, it's so weird, but I'm watching him this summer. I really am going to watch DeAndre Hunter because he really has gotten better every single year. Every time they've given him more time and more games to play, he has improved. He has gotten better for that team. His field goal percentage goes up. His points go up. Like He's just a really solid basketball player. Um, so, I, I want to see what it's like when he really has the reins off of him and they're letting him just go ahead – and do his thing. Should be interesting. Of course, I like AJ Griffin on that team, man. He's got he's got some cold bloodedness in him. Obviously, uh, pointed at the uh, two game winning tip ins that he had one against the beloved Chicago Bulls. Did not appreciate that at all. It wasn't cool. AJ wasn't cool at all, man. But he, I think he's just going to get better. Like coming in that a rookie year and that poised, you can't do nothing yeah. but get better after that. So they're they're interesting. I know everybody hates Trey Young. Uh, can't stand him. He he likes being hated. Can't but, stand you. Can't
0: stand
1: you. <laughs> but that dude can play. He, he for real can play, man. He, he's a really good point guard, but it's you, just hard for me to believe in him. Man. Do you
0: think that there needs to be some sort of adjustment in the power dynamic, the usage, the strategy that Quinn Snyder rolls out as far as the tasks assigned to Trey – and DeJounte respectively. Mm. Uh, because this has been Trey's team yeah. for a long time. Yeah. Um, but you know, came crashing onto the scene like a young star mm-hmm. in Lucas draft class. Yeah. People were crushing Atlanta for making that trade and giving up on on Luca. Shout out, say mine. And then right you on, know, Trey, Trey Young uh came in and was like, Hey man, I'm awesome too. Yes, he is. They make the bold move to get DeJounte Murray away from the Spurs, and mm. now it's like, okay, well, you have this incredible star studded backcourt. Whose team is it?
1: Yeah. And it's a right question to ask. For me, it's always Trey Young's team. But then again, you hear his name come up in trade talks because you heard it come up like maybe he can go to the Lakers. Maybe they're tired of this. So his name comes up. I think this season will be very telling as far as who stays and who goes for them. If they put out another season like that one last year where they're just, you know, at this level and fighting for that play like that, with those two kind of two elite stars and the young guys that they have on that team and they still can't get it done, then you're going to have to be looking at Trey Young to be up out of here. And I think it's going to be Trey. I really do. Um, DeJounte, I think they they don't have a problem with him running the team. They've already seen him do it because Trey was kind of hurt yeah. for a while, and DeJounte had an opportunity to do that, and he did an excellent job. Guess what? Because he's an all-star and a really damn good basketball player. But it's it's like they have the same role. I know DeJounte can play the two, but clearly he's more comfortable as a one. Mm-hmm. Trey Young is nothing but a one. That's it. That's his only thing. Quinn Snyder, I mean, it's a cool problem to have, but it's still a problem,
0: and they got to figure that out, man. They, I I don't envy the task. So and that's the interesting thing that, that I will be curious to to follow with Atlanta this year is the the power dynamic between those two backcourt stars. Because DeJounte Murray is now saying, All right, well, it's you know, it's a modest contract, but a big one. Mm-hmm. Four years, 114 mil. Meanwhile, Trey is like, All right, well, two summers ago I signed my rookie max extension. Five years two hundred and fifteen million mm. my contract is a hundred million more than his I'm still the top dog, mm-hmm. but Trey's coming off a year where he did not have his best season mm-hmm. was not an all star last season whereas he was two of the past three seasons prior mm-hmm. shooting splits for trey young last season forty two point nine percent from the field Ooh. only thirty three and a half percent from three mm. I mean and that you know that's compared to forty six percent 38% season prior. Like, yes, he did average 10.2 assists per game and he is one of the greatest, you know, setup guys in the NBA right now. Mm-hmm. But you got to wonder which one of them feels like they have more to prove coming into the season and will be demonstrative in trying to prove it. Mm. You got DeJounte, who just signed a new contract and is mm-hmm. still kind of the new guy, mm-hmm. and Trey Young, who still is the big dog with the biggest contract, coming off a year where he didn't play all that great. Yeah. And that's why uh, Young Bino, is, it's not crazy to say that, to say
1: Trey Young uh, will be out of here. It's not. And that's why his name was coming up in those trade talks for this reason. That contract has a lot to do with it. Paying you all that money, and no matter how he looks at it or how it's you will always be judged about Luka. You will. That's just how it will be. That's why it was okay. When you say he made the conference finals, this is a what have you done for me lately league, bro. Mm-hmm. Like after that conference finals, what it's been, you mm-hmm. know? And I like Trey Young. I'm not saying this, you know. Like, I don't like Trey Young. I like his game. I like Trey Young as a basketball player, man. But paying him all that money and then having those kind of shooting splits 42 is not good. You know, 35 for him is not good. This is a dude who can pull from half court. So you're thinking on him on some level, not like Steph Curry, obviously, but in that same kind of realm, man. He's got that kind of range. So him not showing that all last season and combining that with being injured, not being on the floor. You know, availability, man, that's important for a dude you're paying that much money to. That stuff is why your name will come up in trade talks because it doesn't do that way with DeJounte Murray. He's a little more sturdier. He'll get out there, you know, he's a little bigger, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, with that. Again, like I said, it's not a, it, I don't envy the task at all to come up with that because it's a tough decision either way. Do you get rid of a surefire leader, a guy who feels like he's been embraced right. by the entire city of Atlanta? Right. Or do you go ahead and say, you know, I'm going to go with the guard that's a little bigger, that right. can probably give us the same kind of thing in the win column. And,
0: and also, um, Young Bino in the comments saying, you know, it's crazy, as you were just you know, remarking on, saying Trey took them to the conference finals. Uh, let's be real. Ben Simmons took the Hawks to the conference <laughs> finals. That's what really happened there. Um, no disrespect to Trey Young and the Hawks. Shout out to Trey for being a Knicks killer too, though. It's true. You be killing the Knicks, bro. Um, yeah, so 42 and a half is what Vegas has Hawks. You taking over or under? Oh,
1: I push that again, but I'll take the, I'll take the under
0: taking the under. I I'll think I will under. too. Speaking of 40 something win teams, can he be in the comments saying what's up fellas? Glad to see uh, us back in action with real subjects to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, can't wait for another 40 plus win team. Let's get it. Is there one of those symbols where you can do the plus sign with them? Like the also equal sign <laughs> under it. How about a 40-plus or equal to A greater than
1: or equal to? No, I I do like uh, Fly the Dub saying, thank goodness sandal season is over.
0: Oh, Fly the Dub, you don't (laughs) even know. I've seen plenty of days ahead in the forecast that are above 50 degrees. That's all it takes, baby. That's all. I just chose to wear sneaks today. He was being nice. (laughs) Now that you say that. (laughs) Oh, Petty Peck.
1: Perks on perks on perks. Oh, Petty Peck on the way.
0: Shout out to the people who... I think I said it to you too, and say Biden and, and uh, Bulldog the, the Kuzma boarding, getting ready to board a flight yes, outfit. Yes, but with, baggy jeans are back. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, he was wearing like light toned, like faded, baggy as hell jeans. He was And a white tee and a flannel, and yes. I was like, "Oh my god, Kyle Kuzma, <laughs> you want you are me." I think the
1: difference is that whole outfit cost him. 50, I was going to say, like dollars.
0: he probably didn't buy that at Target, <laughs> <laughs> but, or, you know, or Coles or whatever. But this is fresh the vibes rhinoceros. were the same, <laughs> and several people in the, re- in the replies were like, ah, but, you know, like, Burks you know, aren't on Kuzma's feet, Ooh, which would complete the wardrobe.
1: That's true. They're, they're not on the feet. The 5 says, no, Matt, no. <laughs>
0: Sorry, man. Sorry, bro. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> you did it to him. Get on board. <laughs> somebody also showed me a discount on Twitter the other day that somebody was having for the, like, uh, clog version of Birkenstocks. You know, like the know. closed-toed Oh, perks. yes. Yes, I have seen those. They're yes. like slip-ons. Yes. But they're like clogs at at the toe. I've definitely seen those. I'm not a fan of Defeat those. Defeats the purpose. I'm not, I said I'm, to them, no, thank you.
1: Foot prisons is what Matt calls that. Foot prisons. You know, it's just a nicer foot
0: prison. We don't do that around here. Yeah, he don't roll this way. Uh, we are about out of time. One last shout-out to our friends at FOCO. Football season's here. Get everything you need to hang out at your favorite sports bar, at your tailgates, CSGO Bears tailgate. Or just watching the game in your living room. Or maybe you got tickets. Maybe you're cool like Dave and have multiple hookups to Bears game tickets. Get everything you need to layer up for those fall Bears games from FOCO.com. Plus, shout out to them for providing us with some of our dope set decorations here in Studio A and Studio B. Right now, if you go to their website, FOCO.com, that's FOCO.com, or click the link in the description below if you're watching on YouTube, Use promo code CHGO at checkout and you will get 10% off all non-pre-sale items. Yeah. Again, that's FOCO, F-O-C-O Promo code CHGO for 10% off. Get everything you need to enjoy your football season.
1: Your mom wants to know what size shoe you wear. Say like, uh,
0: depending on the brand of shoe, the kind of shoe, anywhere yeah. between 13 and 14. Yeah, I wear 14. So yeah,
1: got big old feet, Joe. That's how we roll, bro.
0: You know what they say about a dude with big feet, right? Big shoes. He likes big socks.
1: <laughs> he likes Birkenstocks. socks.
0: Big
2: That's shoes. We're out of time for today. Big feet, big feet, big socks.
0: There we go. <laughs> <laughs> we're back tomorrow night for post game immediately <laughs> after the Bulls preseason finale against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Hopefully, the Bulls won't give up 150 this time. Uh, you can follow Big Dave on Twitter at BowBWL Sports. Bow! Joey's at Joey's Path is on Bulls underscore Peck. We are CHO underscore Bulls. See you tomorrow night, Bulls Nation. Thanks for tuning in. Hit the thumb. See you red. be good. Peace. Peace. <laughs> we all